No, no, that was her elbow. Now that's her knee. There, there we go. Uh-huh. See, there we go. Look at us all socially distanced except for Hannah and I. So <laughs> pretty much none of you. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So welcome to the... We don't have to do that. I can just drop that audio in. I don't have to actually... But it's kind of funny. I like it. Let's see if you can do it. Come on. And if I can do five, that. four, three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Soft Pants Podcast with your hosts, Molly Pruitt and Hannah Warren. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that all day. I just never get tired of Can you do it in the, in the Irish accent, Corey? Oh, welcome to the Soft Pants Podcast with your hosts, Hannah Warren and Molly Pruitt. Oh. Although the Pruitt came out a little bit more Scottish. Let me try. Take two. Oh, welcome to the Soft Pants Podcast with your hosts, Hannah Warren and Molly Pruitt. Well, there you go. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. That's pretty yeah. good. Pruitt, though, it does come out. It's, it's a very Scottish name. So it always is going I to come out. I thought you were Irish. Pruitt. Pruitt. You know, Pruitt is not Irish. It is... Scottish. It's really no. Welsh. It's Welsh. Welsh. It's Welsh. You're Welsh. I know. You are there no family a, of mine. I will not have any Welsh through. people in my yeah, family. Yeah, there was they had a, a war or something, and there was Welsh. some war or something. Yeah, it's really Welsh. There was a and war. And there was a there was a lot of running through those countries. I think there was the a the lot of us, and the Howes were Irish. But they were Northern Irish. But they, they were Northern against, Irish, and they fought against. against Corey's Irish. Corey's Irish side. That's there was one great, 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 great grandfather who came over as an indentured servant. Okay, so one. Uh, this is why we have Mommy Shay here. She knows all the history. But he didn't. He didn't say. He you got to get closer to the mic, Mom. You got to right here. Right here's the mic. So say that again. So, our white, our white people history is oh, right here. So <laughs> Thomas Pruitt, who was how many greats, came into Chesapeake Bay. This woman sent him here as an indentured servant. But once he got here, very quickly, he was freed. So Jim Pruitt thinks he was sent over. That was a way to get him over because they were allowing, they were sending indentured servants over. So it was a ruse. Yeah. Would have been a ruse. Ah, the tricky, the old, the old send one-two over, switch. <laughs> send over the indentured servant switch. The house. Okay, so now the house. Which is Molly's grand's family. Father's side. Sherwood Howe. So we'll tell about Sherwood too. But Howes, they were Scotch and they went with the plantations in Northern Ireland. And Corey, they were allowed to come in the 1700s, but the Catholics were not. They were invited. That's the way the United States operated. Yep. So I've there heard. There you go. <laughs> and still does. Yeah. I am joining a Dungeons and Dragons group. Today. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yes. So Tell us about walk us through Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Walk you through Dungeons and Dragons. Well, yeah. I haven't I haven't done Dungeons and Dragons since I was in high school, probably maybe even middle school. So I'm pretty rusty on all of the not even nuances of Dungeons and Dragons. So right, but we just want a crash course, like a a breeze over. I want to know as little as possible, but still know something. And I really want to know why, why now, Corey? Mm. Uh, because my friend asked me yesterday. 
He called and said, hey, we're doing this and we could use another person. You want to join? I said, okay. Okay. Pretty much the same conversation I had to start this podcast. Yeah. We, uh, I see you across a real <laughs> go with the flow kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you just bored? Are you really, really bored? Are you one of these people who's doing like your crossword puzzles because you just don't know what else to do? You um, should be out marching. Why is he out there downtown marching? <laughs> For us, because I'm this old. This is why we have Mommy Shay here. <laughs> I, I, did I can't go... march, Corey. I'm too old. She's too old, she says, to march. I'm, I'm I don't risk. really believe her. I'm at risk. She's a, yeah. I went to a protest on Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, he went, he went on Tuesday. We're happy for you, Corey. I, I, I think was... you've been marching a few other days. They have been. They have been, but it's a long ways away. And then I was only there for the protest part. Once they started marching, I'm like, it's getting hot. It's a lot of work. All of this walking. Yeah, I'll let them march. And I kind of slowly peeled off and went back home. So, yeah, I wasn't so much for the marching. Just a point. I want you to notice the mayor in Minneapolis, his last name is Fry, F-R-E-Y, cute as a button. And I think he has the Fry eyes. Oh, about for that one. I, I have yet to see a picture of this gentleman. What are the fry eyes? They're kind of like mommy shades. They kind of go down, she says. Do I have the fry eyes? No, she says emphatically no. no. Who does have the fry eyes? Well, uh, Grandpa Fry did. He yes. His came down so low that he had to get eye lift. Right. Because his lids came down over they his come down eyes. Like this. She'll send you pictures. Okay. You know what I noticed the other day? Freeman... Freeman, for the podcast listeners who aren't the family, that's my sister's youngest son. Younger son. There's only two. Your nephew. My nephew. Has a resemblance to Hayden, who is our cousin Aaron's son. My cousin once removed. Yes. And it is true, except for I also think that Hayden looks similar to Chris Idowin. His grandfather. His grandfather from a whole different line. Yes. Well, I think there's like moments where you where I looked at Freeman and I was like just the turn of the head or something. I thought that he really looked mm. like there was a resemblance to Hayden at that point. Freeman and Hayden are second cousins. You're saying that as a question or you're saying that as truth? Um, I am saying that with a reasonably degree of inappropriate certainty. So Freeman's grandfather and Hayden's grandmother are siblings, right? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. So that means Bridget and Aaron are first cousins. First cousins. And their kids would be second cousins. First cousins once removed? No, second cousins. Second cousins. That's right. First cousins. Well, Mommy says first cousin once removed. I know that one. When your second cousins is the two of them would be. Oh, you're right. I think. Okay. They're second cousins, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're second cousins. Yes, yeah, Corey is right. We'll give Corey points. <laughs> Point for Corey. Point for Corey. Point for Corey. Yeah, I mean, it, it is fascinating. It, it, on the on the flip side, I, I don't know why I was thinking about this. Oh, I guess it was because I saw Baby Omar. And he looks so much like his uncle. They're just like little twins. And his uncle's only a few years older than him. So he's still oh, a young Big boy. Oh, Big Omar's little... Trigo. Yeah, they do look a lot alike. They look a lot alike. And, and you know, always brings up this whole thing for me because, you know, when Sophia was born, people would often ask, you know, oh, is she adopted? Which I have no problem with adoption. You know, it's, it is what it is. But there is this thing about, like, people... About white women having brown babies. Well, that... 
that's one thing to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the other thing is, like, if your kid doesn't look like... They have same coloring. You. No, I'm just talking in general. Like, you know, there's this thing. Because Sophia was saying, oh, you know, I was like, God, he really looks like a tree And she goes, yeah, my dad keeps saying he looks like him. And I'm just disagreeing. And I'm like, yeah, there is this thing that we, like, we really want things to look that look DNA, away. what is that whole like DNA thing where we're like, and that person looks, looks like that. And I mean, when I was growing up, I don't know if people asked if I was adopted, but people often didn't think I was your child. They thought you were dad's child. And, and, and I was, I mean, it's a white, so there we go. She's a white woman with a white baby. I, I couldn't be any whiter. It is kind of interesting. So, well, I think it's that people make assumptions and just based on how DNA works and dominant and recessive traits and whatever, if it was you, me, and Sophia walking down the street, people would look at the three of us and assume that I was your biological exactly. child. Not because oh, I am, but because my coloring is more similar yeah. to yours. And I think that's just an assumption that people would make based off of the passing down of traits and things. Absolutely. You know? I mean, I think Sophia and I are very good example because we just don't look you don't look alike you look alike you have the same chin and you have the same well and that's the funniest people tell us that we don't look like but sophia and i think we we can pick out our similarities and so it is kind of funny that even the two of us who don't look like we still search in each other yeah we're looking in each other's visual Hmm. where did she get that from me and she's looking to me saying but mom i have your chin and your knees and my knees (laughs) it's just it's, it's a fascinating thing of like trying to connect bloodline and like mm-hmm. how much that is such like a human uh, I think it's a primate thing I think that's and more of just like an animalistic primate thing of like you look for the similarities in yourself it's kind of, I think it's somewhat related to how in the primate world when two people are mating like a, a male and a female are mating they look for people with opposite immune systems or like different smelling pheromones and stuff to give the offspring the most diverse genetic makeup and immune makeup and stuff like that which would cause more likelihood of survival or something like that. Is that your anthropology degree? Yeah, it is. That's $250,000, baby, putting it into work. I'm glad. I was impressed with that. Anyways, I've been thinking a lot. I mean, I think about that often because, you know, I never knew what to say to people because... I mean, it's an assumption that doesn't I think doesn't inherently mean negative. And that was my response. It's like, I didn't want to be like, no, she's not adopted because she would still be my child. Right. She said, look at her chin. (laughs) Well, I didn't really care. I mean, that was the thing. Like Hannah's saying is, I wouldn't refer to you guys as my stepchildren. Like you were my stepchild. I would just say, oh, I had these two girls. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, oh, one, you know, we each had one from first marriage. And I had somebody who knew me for a full year and knew, had seen you girls. And one day he realized Sophia was my biological child. And And he kind of had a like, oh, Oh. like he had to kind of turn his brain around on that. Mm -hmm. It's just this fascinating thing of Mm -hmm. genes and, and, oh, you know, where do we come from? And I think there's just like an intense drive to do that. I think that is, and so it's a belonging and maybe like a trusting or like being able to relate to someone or something like that, you know. But then what if you're somebody who can't do that? That That's where I'm like, what do you mean someone that can't father's. do that? It's been, somebody who has been adopted, who mm-hmm. doesn't know their their lineage. 
African Americans that came to this country. They can point to Africa, but they can't point to the actual place in Africa they came from, where we're just sitting here talking about like Northern Ireland and the from 400 years ago, blah, blah, right. blah. That's a privilege. It's a privilege. I mean, I, I think my bottom line is I think I was pretty polite to people. At this yeah. point, I, I would probably be line... like, oh, it's really none of your business. Yeah. I think the bottom line is that I, I can understand people making that assumption. And the curiosity but, And of the it. curiosity. Yeah, curious. But I also don't know, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to be asking people such personal questions. I think it's a microaggression. Yeah. Well, and it's it's making an assumption and, it's, and there's a difference between being curious and projecting an assumption that puts people into boxes. Like, if I were to have those questions and to think about it myself, it would be very different than me going up to, like, if I was a stranger and I saw you and Sophia and being like, oh, is she adopted? Today, we'd be like, what the f Stop. Like, get out of my business. I think also something I was thinking about when you were saying that is, um, like, people asking American, like, Asian Americans or African Americans or being like, where are you from? And they're like, oh, I'm from Maryland. There's a funny TikTok about this where they're like, where, someone's always asked me, like, where are you from? Where are you from? She's like, I'm from Maryland. I'm from Maryland. And they're like, no, really, where are you from? She's like, I'm from Vietnam, the homeland. What the fuck, motherfucker? It's just yeah. like, it's not appropriate to ask people, yeah. where are you from? I think Anna and I are a little depressed right now. Yeah, I'm feeling depressed. <laughs> but you know, why does everything come back to race? It's so complicated. well. That's just this whole, this whole. I mean, yeah, it, it's been a big week, and I couch that with I don't know. I just my brain is on overdrive this week. So. Yeah. Corey, walk us through Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Because the only thing I know about it is that there's dungeons and there's dragons. Well, um, Dungeons and Dragons is a role-playing game where you play roles. Do you get to dress up in costumes? You could. I believe that's optional, but not generally done. Is it like a themed party, like a like a costume party? No, it's it's not a party. Although some people do make it more of a party, it's kind of like, in a sense, improvisational group storytelling. Ooh. Oh, that's right up our alley. So it's Anna. like a little show. It's performative for the people in the group. So you have a oh, okay. dungeon master who has a <gasps> scenario, and he's kind of the referee, <laughs> or she is kind of the referee. Okay. They come up with uh -huh. the scenario and certain things that happen, and you're in this world that they create. Are there fairies? Probably. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm in! Yeah, this is looking better and better. <laughs> yeah. Can we do this over Zoom? And is there wine? There probably is wine, depending on your group. And I will be doing it over Zoom, so yes. Can we get in on this action? <laughs> probably not today, but in the Aww. future. Okay. Okay, so Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons so and we will Dragons. be playing we will be playing virtually over Zoom and Steam. Okay. And uh, there's the Dungeon Master who comes up with a scenario, and then there's two other guys, and they've been playing this game, this adventure, for the past couple weeks. Apparently, they've just been turned into dogs. What? So why isn't it called Dungeons and Dogs? It could be, I suppose, but Dungeons and Dragons is a more marketable name. I'm still not really understanding. So you, like, like, is it, like, on a board? Is it, like, a board game? It is a board game. Oh, but, okay. But it is not, there's not, like, a special 
specific board, the dungeon master sort of. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not a board game like Monopoly. The dungeon master so describes what's going board. on. It's a table. It is a tabletop role-playing game. Okay. And I think I'm going to need so, to watch a YouTube video. I know. You I'm should really watch not some YouTube videos. Okay. Basically, so what the, I'm picturing in my head did you, is a lot have of... Have you not seen um, Stranger Things? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't... Didn't finish second season or the third season. What's the last well, one? Well, it kind of starts off the first season. They're playing Dungeons & Dragons. Okay, I knew that, but I don't... It I mean, still just didn't help us. Seeing that doesn't make sense. People sit around the table, and the dungeon master describes the situation to you. The players take on a role. So you may be a magician, you may be a warrior, you may be a thief, you could be an elf or a human or a half-orc. <laughs> what? I didn't make the game up. I don't Are know there whole orcs, too? What's an orc? Are there quarter right. orcs? Okay. <laughs> Molly, you're going to have to speak to your brother about what an orc is. All right, we got to get Mark on the pod. Okay, obviously we've got the, yeah. He did spend many a night uh, at the D&D game place. Oh, you smell good. I do, I really? Because I yeah. kind of was feeling stinky. No, you smell very earthy. Yeah, that would be it. No, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to hug you. Yeah. I have to say, Hannah really wants a, wants me. To, she's I'm really, a very affectionate person. I think um, physical touch is my love language, and this whole no hugging thing is really a bummer for myself. Yes, I like all I want to do is hold hands. I want to kiss everybody. I always want to hug. I'm dying to snuggle. Yeah, see, I'm not a hugger. Yeah, but you let me hug you. I do. I let when it comes to the kids, I let them snuggle. And you you hold my hand sometimes. The other thing about my hands is that they're perpetually clammy. Oh, they're very sweaty. I'm always <laughs> slightly damp. Oh my god, they're so wet. <laughs> Which again makes it really hard for people to accept my affection because it's a little <laughs> slimy, which well, I understand is a turnoff, but it's coming from a good place, man. It's just short lived. All right, Corey, what were you going to say? Anyway. So the players are characters. <laughs> we're back to this. The players are characters. The dungeon master describes what's going on. The characters respond and reply and react. In certain circumstances, when the characters do something or try to do something, you roll a die to determine whether that succeeds or doesn't. I kind of blacked out. I, I didn't really do it. I know. I kind of got bored. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sorry, we'll go back to your sweaty, clammy hands. Let's talk it's more about that. It's not just my that. hands, it's my feet also. She, she's just got this, like, sweat thing. Even better. Yeah, I just am, like, just always a little clammy. I also get the car sweats. It's an unfortunate combination for don't, my loved ones. Don't go together. I'm sure it's nicer, say, in the winter when it's cold and no, dry. Not, no, no, not really, no. because it's not like I'm warm. It's that I'm sweaty. <laughs> and Hannah, she says she likes to hug. And most people, I'm sure, are thinking, oh, that's so sweet. She likes to get under your skin. Yeah. Like that Basically, she literally I'm perpetually would... trying to go back to the womb. Yeah. She's trying to get back up in there. And it can be a little um, unnerving. A little unnerving at times. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I was good. I just let her do it when she was younger. The first time I met you, Hannah, was at Mark and Yunju's wedding, and you really? were you were happy to dance and hold on oh, to yeah. everybody who came along. Uh -huh. You were uh -huh. very popular. 
Yeah, I rock the dance floor. But yeah, she, she Hannah definitely made friends wherever she went. Yeah, my dad always tells a funny story about one time my Aunt Heidi came to Santa Fe. I don't know if it was Heidi, but whatever. The story's about me. <laughs> Sorry, Heidi. <laughs> but someone was visiting and we went to the Shed, which is a restaurant in downtown Santa Fe. And we had to wait for our table, and I was probably two. And this is where the story gets kind of confusing, and I kind of question my parents' authority. They let my one-and-a-half, two-year-old self just wander around the restaurant, and I eventually make it back to my parents who are waiting. They say, okay, our table's ready, and we're walking through the restaurant to go to our table, and like nine tables all around are going, hi, Hannah, bye, Hannah, have a great dinner, bye, Hannah, Hannah, have fun, have a good dinner. I just think it's funny. That was Hannah. (laughs) Basically, I think the core things we should all know about me is that I like to snuggle, I rock a dance floor, and I'm always just a little bit moist. On the hands and the feet. feet. This is quality podcasting here. I think it's wine time, but you have I think it's wine 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 time. time. I'm surprised it wasn't wine time when we started. Well, I think that was a whole discussion of what is wine time. You know, it was 3.30 and it just felt, you know, it's a little irresponsible. It's Sunday. Sunday you can drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the days day. all just kind of run together right now. Yeah, kind of every day is Sunday. It's totally appropriate to day drink on Sunday. You get a, I can't a, really nappy then. I can't make it through the day. But what what do you have going on for the rest yeah, of Sunday? Yeah, no reason. That's that's part of the fun. You drink a little, you take a nap. No, I don't like day napping. I get just all right. Well, Molly's got her priorities <laughs> all in a twist. Although on Friday I did nap because Corey, you were texting me while I was napping. Wow, and it was like ding. Ding, ding. And I was actually napping that afternoon. Sorry, I had no idea. Yeah, I know. Well, of course you didn't because I was I was napping. And you don't normally nap. And I don't normally Because nap. as you pointed out in our last podcast, you have a job. I do have a job. <laughs> That's another factor that goes into daydreaming. You were lording that over us. Hannah, some of us have a job. <laughs> okay, yeah, Corey, again, Molly. none of us talk like that. That is your impression of everyone you do an impression of, yes. and none of us sound like that. Who's singing who's who? Uh, that was Mark, actually, replying. To who? It, to all of us, yeah, no. Oh. oh. He says, oh, it seems that one was missing the bass. I also added a little bit more. Hmm, can't seem to send it. Well, if you were concerned that the podcast wasn't interesting before, wait till you hear the exciting episode where we read texts from other people. <laughs> I love my texts from Michael. I think our texts are funny. I imagine so. You mean to read you one? No. Damn it. All right, what time is your whole D&D thing? In 20 minutes. Oh, oh Jesus. He's got to go. I got to go. Someone's, someone's right, got someone's to go and get on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so wait. Thank you for listening to the Soft Pants Podcast with your hosts, Molly and Hannah. Original music by Mark and the nephew. Logo by the niece. Produced by Corey Fry. If you like this podcast, please give us a rating and a review. Yeah, we're boring.